It is the Dirty Sheets back once again for your Friday delight. Uh, this is where we will go over everything that happened in the wide world of wrestling that really matters or that caught our attention this week. I'm Cav Manning. I am from the Lingus Mafia podcast, All My Nonsense. Just look up Lingus Mafia podcast wherever you go or patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. I am along with your number one man when it comes to getting your information about your hot wrestling news, as uh, some used to say, where he used to do a show. I can't remember where that was, though. That's Mr. Billy Body. Yeah, dropping some news now on the feed. Um, there's been enough time go by where you guys should know how to get it. Um, we are setting up the the Apple way of doing it on Apple Podcasts, where you can just right-click it. Or you can follow the links on the Twitter, at Dirty Sheets X, and it's a pretty straightforward thing to do. Press the link. And you'll go through to the Patreon, copy, paste the RSS feed, and you'll get bonus podcasts, which will include news. And from next week, we'll include Raw and uh, bonus shows. Well, actually, you're not doing a bonus show yet. You'll do. You'll start. You're starting when the NFL starts. Mm-hmm. It's the video show that's going to be first. So yeah, wrestling lists will be a free show that will be out on YouTube to begin with as an introduction as we still try to get those YouTube hours. The dirt sheets will also remain free next week, but Raw and SmackDown and Cab's bonus opinion piece that he records in his car, I believe, um, will well, he's bored, um, will all be will all be chucked out on the feed next week behind a paywall. So my SmackDown review, which will be done tomorrow, will be the last 100% free show. Now, occasionally from time to time, there will be free bonus shows that we chuck out. Um, We'll also um, cover some of the pay-per-views for freeze and drop the occasional free betting preview as well. That will probably be over at Lock Betting um, because trying to separate betting content and wrestling content, even if it's wrestling content, I would lean towards the betting side of it if it has betting on it. But um, yeah, those those changes all coming into play more so this week. So it's not difficult to do. If you are sitting there and going, yeah, I do want to hear the other podcast, but I'll wait till I can just get it on Apple. Why? Like, you're only doing that if you are too stupid to do it the other way, which is just to go to the link and click it. And that's it. Billy knows how to endear himself to uh, people. <laughs> if you oh, man, this like, way, you're a moron. Yeah, but fucking come on, like, we, we've been doing this show for free for, like, eight years, and yeah. a lot more people are it now, and everybody's saying, oh, where's the Wrestling Informer, and where's this, and oh, I'm interested in more shows, well, cool, like, do it, and if you don't even listen to them, like, just give us a little bit of support, no one does anything for free, like, no one should have to do this for free, for some reason, adverts are not getting put on this show, I have no idea why. Because I work on other podcasts that have less listeners than this podcast, mm-hmm. and there's advertising on there. So <laughs> I can't work that out. If somebody understands that the podcast system and understands what you need to do to and what approval, what what approval you need to have or what boxes you need to tick to get ads on your podcast, then I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to cut you in. But until then, the only way that we will make this worthwhile is via the bonus shows. And if you don't want to invest in the bonus shows and your mentality is, I don't need any more shows. I just need this free show every Friday and that'll be good. That'll be good for me. Well, you'll get nothing after April 
because I'll be quitting and <laughs> I won't and I won't be I won't be talking about this ever again to any I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll be pretending I don't watch it while I secretly do watch it in the gym. <laughs> don't have to talk to anyone about it ever again because you couldn't support our show. So that's it, TikTok. As Aaron Cos said. Oh, well, I, can, I, I secretly hope for this. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, I I had a better in ring win percentage than Karen Cross. I can I I, I, I should so. get to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard. I read that he wins. That he's won twenty six percent of his matches on TV oh since he came. Back. God, <laughs> and it's always a. It's like they put effort into him too. They give him vignettes. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, have you? How many have you been? Have you done? The, have you done the thing like, oh right, this is it. This is it now. <laughs> this goes, is the, here we go. This is the Look, they obviously like told him to come in on like Wednesday or Tuesday this week, and they sent him. They told him to like take a flight down to the studio. Hey, we booked a studio for you, and it's all fucking lit up. And we got three members of the production team there. It's going to be great. This is it. Comes in on Friday. He's all pumped from the photo shoot and the video that they did, and it turned out great. What am I doing today? Oh, you're losing in four minutes. Clean <laughs> to age. We want yeah. you to lose to the guy who's much smaller than you. Not to say AJ doesn't have a fucking talent or something, but Jesus. Um, th- have you heard anything about, um, like, have you talked to Disco at all about, because I know you said you got him the idea that we talked about last week uh, prior to us talking yeah. about it, about what you thought uh, would be good for him to do and, like, connection to, since, didn't Disco, I heard, like, what, Disco helped train him? Yeah, well, he trained them both. Okay, so the connection through there was obviously oh, pass this along. Have did you ever hear anything? Uh, like, did he hear this or any get the message or anything? I'll tell you, if Disco liked it, he would have pitched it as his own idea. So <laughs> I don't know if I ever heard about that. Way, but I mean, he just did, to help the guy, I did. could care less who he thinks it comes from. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I'll, I. I'll help people with their creative. Like I've done that for other people and there's, there's been things that have got onto TV that I've that have come from my head, which is always like a good thing. Like whether it be name a couple a major- things we got, we don't have too many subjects on this show. So we're flying by the seat of our ass over here. Uh, what, whatever couple oh, things I, that have made it. I can't, I can't. Oh fuck. I guess you can't. I know. I think I've talked, I talked about one thing and I don't think this is, a, a bad thing. If if it is, tell me to cut it out on on the show because I will. But I don't think this is this is quite a long time ago that you um I don't, I would say booked just to say a, a word for it. Uh, the ending of a Drew match. It was your entire idea of how to have a match finish, and it was fucking like move for move. Um. Yeah, that's all right to say that. Okay. I mean, that's quite old. It was very good. Um, yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, there was a match where um, I felt like they had done the match before, um, or it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think built to its fullest, where there would be the highest level of interest in the match. So um, I felt like I had a finish in mind for it, where they both could have got out of it looking um, relatively good. Uh, you, you the sent, other guy. You sent a um, 
like you had action figures doing the moves because you sent me the video before the match happened. And so it wasn't like, look, this is what it's so you then you copied it or something. You had sent me that and said, this is what I pitched for them to do. And it was fucking exactly what the fuck they did in the match at the end. Yeah, well, they probably saw the action figure video. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, it made you it. sent it to him. Yeah. yeah. So it made it. But yeah, I mean, that's a different part of creative. Like when I, when I think of creative, um, in terms of the things I'm most happy to have seen on TV, it's normally like, are you characters who do this and you should say that and they should say this and this is where the story should go. Like some of that, um, doing the whole Pat Patterson thing, which was, which is finding a finish is mm-hmm. still a good skill. And if you can get it over the line, um, that, that, that's great. But, um, yeah, I think wrestlers always ask looking for finishes and they're always asking each other and they're open to get it off anyone really. Like not just me, but get it off each other. They're willing to get it off people in production, wrestlers in other companies. Um, finishes are all over the place. And I, I often feel that people will lean on other people to get finishes just because sometimes a finish will probably in this industry will pop into someone's head when it's not necessarily for their match, but someone else can, can use it. Um, and, and yeah, I think the ideal scenario would be for people to be in storylines where if they have a great finish in their head or they have a great story, um, their character gets to reenact it or do it. But sometimes that's not the situation. For example, you can be Zack Ryder being um, Zack Ryder, being, being, being the, um, the internet Zack Ryder, or you can be Eugene being the retard character <laughs> and he might have a great mind he might have a great mind for wrestling he mm-hmm. might have a great mind for a or for a feud between two scientific wrestlers like i don't know benoit and angle back then mm-hmm. and he's not in that category is he? he's not gonna he's not gonna have a benoit angle match or in this modern day uh let's say we need a finish where we spent all this time in on chad gable but you need gunther to win but you also need Gable to look like he just about lost. So maybe Eugene uh, can't do that, can't use that for himself, um, or another character in the company can't use that for himself who's not in the match. Uh, but they can, but they can give it to these guys. So there is, there is a lot of that. Um, I imagine when you're somebody like Heyman Pritchard, you have notepads upon notepads, mm-hmm. or even just. Your, your brain is a notepad where you have finish after finish after finish. Um, someone like Cornette will have a million finishes. That's why always to me, like obviously when you look at the side of the argument between Russo and Cornette, um, just, just overall in terms of who would you fucking want to shoot? <laughs> like if you had to shoot one, like who would you shoot? I'd, I'd have to shoot Jim because I, because I like Vince, but the one thing I've always kind of um not really how do you say this not that i don't believe russo but but the thing is is that when you know russo long enough mm-hmm. you know that his memory is terrible yeah so yeah. there's this thing on dark side of the ring where cornet said he gave vince the uh the, the screw job finish yeah and he tell he named exactly who he got it off someone called strangler lewis and whatnot and he said oh let's do this or or whatever and he had a you know, he 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 said quite categorically. This is why I said, this is the example I used. 
Whereas Russo's story was kind of like, I pitched the finish. This is what I said we should do. Yeah, blah, that blah, is blah, really blah. weird. And, and then Cornette was, Cornette was saying, I, oh, Vince is saying, I never heard Cornette say it. And Cornette saying Vince didn't say anything. He wouldn't even know that that existed in the business. And <laughs> it kind of ended up with me in that one example, leaning with Cornette. When you're asking me what story is more convincing, I will go towards Cornette's one. Cornette's one sounds... 100% percent memory seems way more steel trap. Like he's a student and, you know, it's his life and all that kind of stuff. And he just, it just seems he has a better memory. Yeah. And this is where it hurts you when you do a podcast or, or YouTube about wrestling and you tell everybody, I hate wrestling. Wrestling sucks every single week. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Everything sucks. Bloodline sucks. It's not that good. It sucks. It sucks. And then your hatred comes through. It's very difficult for, for for anybody to then believe that you were once this this person who was so invested in it that you were able to come up with all of these great wrestling related ideas. Now, mm. if you say to me, um, if you look at the other things in the Attitude Era that that were good and they were storyline related, like um, say for example. Oh, I came up with the idea to chop off Val Venus's penis, mm -hmm. which is still viral in 2023. Whether you like it yeah. or not, it's a viral clip, right? 25 mm -hmm. years later. So that means that Vince Russo created something, if that was his idea, that stood the test of time 25 years later. We still watch that and find it funny as fuck. And it still will get and anybody who if they tease somebody getting their, their cock chopped off at the end of the show everybody's going to stay watching that right it still works <laughs> the explanation so, was horrible the next week though remember that oh with the they used that celebrity who had his all that, that that guy that was famous oh, for I, having I his. totally forgot about that i'm talking about um the reason why because he swings the fucking sword to chop his dick off and they go fade to black so you have to find out what happened And the reason why he didn't get his cock chopped off, do you remember what the excuse was? Well, he, they said it was a combination of the guy who had his penis chopped off turning off the light because he'd experienced it <laughs> and, and Val managing to achieve the right amount of shrinkage. Yeah, the, the slab that his dick was on was cold. And it, it was very, it's very, which makes me say it was Russo 100%. It's very Batman 1966. Where it's how is he getting out of this? It's impossible. And then it's the most ridiculous thing humanly possible is the way they got out of it. Mm. You know? So, But, you know, whereas I attribute that totally to Vince, I could never believe yeah. that, that that was Cornette's yeah. idea or Pritchard's. And I, and, and I don't even think Cornette would claim it. No. So it is strange to me that Vince would claim something that sounds so Cornette ish. Um, but I guess that's just, you know, One thing I think he does is he tries to over-embellish his role at the time. And that's not to say that he didn't have a significant role, but when, and I can, and I know this from experience, when people shit on you all the fucking time for no reason, you then get very fucking defensive and then you try to shove your accomplishments down people's throats. Like with, with me, with my, <laughs> with my news yeah, all the time, it's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you about every single thing, like mm -hmm. all of the time. Whereas he's now been ridiculed to the point where he has that <coughs> fuck you mentality. And it's unfair because he contributed a lot. Yeah. And because of that, 
Like he's now having this fuck you mentality where he has to tell his own story. He's the only one telling people how great he was because anybody who watched the show at the time would have known that. But what we have is this core fan base who, you know, like almost, I see so much of it. I don't know if you do where they turn around and go, Oh, the attitude era was horrible. And this wouldn't, this wouldn't be able, this wouldn't be okay anymore. And I'm so glad this shit doesn't happen. And it's like, there's, there's that fan base. So the core is divided between those that think the attitude era was great. And those that think the attitude era was horrible. That's, that's the core audience is in division. The 3 million viewers that we lost between now and the Attitude Era probably all loved it and would probably not even know that Russo wrote, wrote it because they were too casual to give a shit. Yeah. These are the people who went and got on with their lives and once WWE became too watered down, um, they turned to the UFC and and other things. So it's very difficult for Russo because he's trying because his reputation is being tarnished by a group of losers who are obsessed with this and are obsessed with WCW or obsessed with ECW, obsessed with TNA, obsessed with Japanese wrestling, are big fans of AEW now and basically only live for wrestling, live for podcasts, live for YouTube videos, live for shoot interviews and everything and have been influenced by Russo. They're also, have they've also been... Um, boosted six times as well so um so yeah that, that that's 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 kind of the situation there but i mean getting back around to my point which was way way off track I now think this is a good uh, subject. we could we could do a whole thing because of the uh, other beyond uh the dark side of the ring where they talked about uh bash at the beach we could talk about that whole thing because that was a whole ruse yeah and we, should, and we should like i mean if this is if this show is going to be somewhat of a free hit then if, it, then if we do have quiet weeks, you can say to me, hey, like, I think the best thing to talk about this week is that episode of Dark Side of the Ring or this episode of Dark Side of the Ring or this controversial story that we have this week or whatever. Because we could talk about I'm that lady's guessing, teeth that were in the Marty Jannetty fucking story. Well, I haven't, I haven't caught up with Dark Side oh of the Ring. I'm still God. on. I, I, I got this, um, I got one of them, one of them sticks that, and I thought, great. Sonny and Chris Candino straight away mm -hmm. the next day. And then it just completely stopped. Oh. So I know, I know where I can get them, but you know, like you're a fucking TV person mm -hmm. like me, um, watching stuff at the gym. Yeah. But still it's the, it's the small screen yeah. experience. Uh, I like the fucking big screen with the fucking order some food and put it on kind of thing mm -hmm. like you do as well. I don't like the fucking. Ideally, I don't. I won't be watching things at the gym or watching things in bed with my my phone charges or whatever or iPad or anything like that. I know all these things are great. I know all these things are convenient, and we didn't have them before. But if I really want to watch something, like at the moment, I'm catching up with AW, mm -hmm. and I'm one dynamite away from being up to date. But I'm not. Watch. I'm not prioritizing that to the point where it's like. Oh my God, it's time for AEW. Let's fucking crack open the popcorn and let's order some delivery. It's sad like, that no, I, I actually am that. And I'm, like I said, I look forward to AEW because I feel it has a different feel. And then I'm most of the time disappointed. Like, I, to the people who are listening, I told Billy right off the air, I said, Oh, 
we could talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre match, and he hasn't watched it yet. So <laughs> that'll probably be one of the topics next week. Um, oof, because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, um, I think I know that they had a, a sponsorship or, or some sort of deal with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have seen that online where that has been somewhat ridiculed. Um, obviously, I've seen the guy... Oh, it's the video game. Yeah, it's it? for the video game that's being released. Yeah, mm, that's ironic. It'll probably do better than their video game. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I mean, I, I, I mean, you kind of know what already happened and stuff, so I could, you know, take a little points or whatever. But I mean, I said, oh, which is which is uh, worse, RoboCop coming out to help or Leatherface coming out to help? <laughs> Leatherface, I'd say, because we moved, yeah. we've moved past that. That we've moved past that that point, haven't we? That era of I think real nonsense, real complete nonsense. Yeah, where it's like, oh fuck! Remember Chucky was on the screen of WCW, shit like that. Well, that was good. I would that let's that, that Chucky Rick Steiner thing. Like I, I, I remember that. that it, it's 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 weird because obviously. Um, You're trying to be real in one, but then you bring in make believe with the other and. Obviously, wrestling, though, is kind of make-believe, but they want you to believe that it's real. So there's that, you know, which way are you going kind of, you know, or how are you going to present this? Because do you want us to believe this is all fucking real? And if so, why are you doing fucking goofy shit? You know, it, it's almost Undertaker-ish, where you go, oh, I'm supposed to believe this is real and the guy's got superpowers? So there's that little weird line, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's somewhat, so it's, it's somewhat selfish in terms of how you feel about things sometimes, because it can be a personal preference and it can just be related down to, to age simply because, um, at, at the right time, um, I was into Robocop. So when I see Robocop popping up on wrestling, I'm fine <laughs> as a teenager. I wanted to see the Chucky film. There had been a break in the Chucky film due to something, an incident in the UK where um, some children copycat murdered another kid oh, um, after watching after copy after watching Charles play three. Um, I don't know if you even know this. Um, if you Google James Bolger, mm -hmm. um, that that was a kid in England who was murdered, and the defence of the um, the defence of the kids who were 10 at the time, and I think the um, the kid they murdered was a three-year-old, was that their parents let them watch Child's Play. So they went to a young offenders institution and they were like re-released and I think people were looking for them and they said it was unfair that they'd come out with a basically a private education and they were treat and they were taught how to um, do specific, you know, jobs very well mm -hmm. and came out with... Like trades came out with... Well, yeah, they came out of prison with new identities, um, a, 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 an elite education and um, accommodation and new jobs to go to um, or, or help in getting jobs. So they um, they had eight years in prison, which turned them into, you know, very, two very intelligent uh, people with, with big benefits. Uh, and obviously the main thing being the main identity. But my point is, is that, 
I think I think this incident happened, if I remember rightly, in '93. So, yeah, Child's Play was off for a while, and they weren't making any more movies because of it. Um, at least that's my recollection. And then, then, and then he pops back up. So, I was well up for this. I was really interested in that. So, it's all about timings, uh, I think. And obviously, with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing, wrestling has now reached a point where the average age is into its mid-40s, even on AEW, whilst they were at one point boasting about their demographic, you've noticed that that talk is out the window because they they still now have the same audience that most wrestling shows have. So this audience has grown up, and this, this industry is having a big problem with regrowing the audience. Now, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing this week might be something really cool if I put it on for Austin, and I will try, and I will... Um, you know, reveal the results. I would like to know. It. I would really like to yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that that's, that's, that's really where that, that works. Um, for us, I think it's just something that you need to like, accept like with the WWE doing the zombies thing and all that, because these shows are trying to recoup some money. But the more I think about things of AW at the moment, when they did the whole, um, we're going to ban these, words and we're going to ban these things from happening like this we're going to ban this and we're going to ban going into the crowd and taking a weapon and Mm -hmm. all of those rules that they implemented now this it seems like to me that somebody is saying to them you need to run a fucking business like (laughs) the money free is 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 off limits now um we are not going to make a hundred million dollar losses on a regular basis. Like we need to start making $5 million losses or $10 million losses or fuck knows a profit maybe. So I, I believe something has happened. It has to have done because this obviously isn't a fit. It goes completely against what they said they were, which was the opposite of WWE. Yet you do something that I don't even know WWE would do. I know they had, as I said, the thing with the zombies and whatnot, and they allow um, stupid companies to come in and sponsor matches and give Slim Jim an entire battle royal. And I think Bray Wyatt had a match that was in the Lights Out match, which was sponsored by whoever. Can't even remember. Which means the sponsorship Wasn't it didn't work. Fucking cinnamon uh, toast crunch, or what the fuck was that? What is something it... fucking? No, that was what the fuck was that? It was something that was it was like glowing, right? Oh fuck! It wasn't that lemonade, was it? Because that's been sponsoring matches as well. No, god damn! I remember. I thought there was <laughs> why I say. Do you toast ever? Crunch. It was like something. There was like a bloodbath or something, <laughs> like for cinnamon toast crunch or some shit. You're a fucking WWE fanatic, like because you have the tattoo and everything. Yeah. Um, did you, so have you ever bought stuff because it's been on the show, like a, like a snack or did you used to use Stridex? Oh, sure. Sure. Um, because it, because it was on there. Remember that? Oh, the fat burner. Yeah. When all those fat burners were around, I tried that stack or two because I used to do Xenadrin, which was the greatest thing ever because it had a Fedra in it. What, 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 like five do you remember off the top of your head and and what did you use um did, i never did you, like karate ask, fighters did you buy karate fighters no, like, I never that, was did. The first thing, that was the first thing that came to my head karate <laughs> fighters that's weird um all about stridex stridex um, bags 
No, no. I think I was done with all that, like, doing. I think I used to, back in the day, I did Oxy, you know. <laughs> fucking wipe your face with fucking zits. Snickers Crunch. No, never did that. I never, fuck. But I know at a younger age, what the fuck was around younger? Because those were the things I would, I would totally support whoever the hell was there, you know thing um icar pro did you have any did you ever did you ever try icar pro no i think i was too young for that for the bodybuilding stuff i was too young for it but i did want to do st uh, steroids that was for sure <laughs> i always wanted to do steroids did you are you young enough or sorry old enough do you are you old enough to have had their ice cream bars oh hell yes the oh yes i had ice cream bars i used to go to the fucking corner store to get those Mm, we never got those. Too. We had a Mr. T cola lolly. What the fuck is that? Oh, oh a lollipop that was uh, cola tasting? No, an ice pop. Oh. Ice pop of Mr. T. Really? I've never, no, we never saw oh. those. Cola flavor. Yeah, no, I don't, I, it was in a blue wrapper. Um, that, that's, that's the, but that was an 18 lolly, not a um, WWE lolly. We never had anything like that, but WWE you guys didn't call really them come lollies? here. Like uh, um, ice pops, you guys call them lollies? A popsicle? Ice lolly, ice lolly, yeah. Yeah, we call them popsicle. Hmm, popsicle is like for us a smaller version of a lolly. It's the one that comes in the plastic packet where you pop out. A lolly is on a stick. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You guys and. That's a good way of doing it because a lollipop is regular, uh, you know, a candy, but you say an ice lolly. So it's like a lollipop, but that's ice. Oh, some English stuff does make sense. Like <laughs> it, trainers, telly. <laughs> I don't know why you call it a flat. That's odd to me because if it's a two story, I don't know why it's a flat. Yeah, no, I, I do actually sometimes just use apartment because um, oh. I'm so used to talking to American people. Um, where else? What What else did you? Uh, what else did you have? What else did you? Let's do a couple more. I, I'm surprised you didn't buy garage fires. I was certain you would have had those. No, I was. That was like '94. I was like 18. I wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was fighters. '97 when they had the tournament. Was or '96? It, the end of it was '96. '96. Sunny, Sunny, and Sable were in it. Remember. They're fighting each other in the. Yeah, I just did, I thought the year was like fucking ninety four. I graduated in ninety four, so I was twenty when Karate Fighters came out. So I wasn't busy with Karate Fighters. What about Slim Jims? Um, no, because wasn't that um, he he went he took it to WCW right? He he originally right. yeah. So then I probably would have been like fuck you never. Because I was so anti-WCW. Like, anything they had, I was like, fuck you, never. I don't know why so few are popping to my head. Yeah, um, I'm very surprised by that, too. And and for myself, where I'm like, what the fuck did they ever sponsor or come out with that was um, out there? Mount, though, I mean, I've been different Mountain Jews. Oh, I mean, yeah, I would, I would do that if it, if there was a sponsor. Like, I don't think I went out of my way unless it said something like WWE on it or F. Um, like, oh, so you go to you go to Seven Eleven and try and collect cups. Oh yes, I did all those, and I still have uh, a lot of cups actually. 
I always collected cups from baseball everywhere. I still have uh, a shit ton of my cups. Hell, I have the uh, the fucking 1992 Dream Team. Those fucking cups. I got fucking McDonald's cards. All that kind of shit still. I remember being in America in 93 and the NFL had a card, had a card collection at McDonald's. Well, what's funny is in different areas, like because I got um, Bears 1985 collector cards from McDonald's. So I'm like... I wonder if these are everywhere, but I'm like, I think everything was very regional because when I came here, Fausti told me there was 49er uh, cards that they did at McDonald's too. So I think each area had their own team doing it. It's much like um, they have those magazines for fantasy football or for the football review for the year or the preview for the year. And the person on the cover is always whoever the fuck is local. So every place has their different fucking covers, you know. That was another one. I collected the fucking TV guides that had them on the cover. Remember, there was like multiple covers, and I had to get them all. Stone Cold. Stone Cold, Mankind, uh, Sable, I believe. The Rock, maybe. Yeah, see, I'm a lot more interested in the... um, Product, actually. In the product, right? in, In the food side of things, yeah. Yeah, it would have to it, – it was more with them on something or if they were sponsored and they were on it, um, I would go out of my way for it. Um, hell, I went to see Gremlins too because Hulk Hogan was in the fucking thing. I went to go see, uh, you know, of course, supported No Holds Barred, had to get out there like that first fucking day. Yeah, we, we only got that on video and whatnot. Yeah, I, I remember it was like, oh, fuck, I got to go see this fucking movie. And, you know, you defend it while people tell you what pieces of shit it is. <laughs> How dare you? It's a great movie. I mean, it was, I still think it's basically a, wrestling. It's an all right movie, does it? It's an all right movie. Well, I thought the woman, like, carried it John well. The one from the one from, yeah, from See No Evil. Yeah, that's how I knew it, too. I was yeah. like, oh, See No Evil, where she was naked and See No Evil. I mean, Hulk Hogan banged her. Yeah, as you saw his feet on the bed pounding away. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I can't think of any of anything else. I can't think of any other products. You know what would really. be great? People need to tweet at Dirty Sheets X and throw in some of the old school um, sponsorships like those Karate Fighters things. I think there was like, wasn't there like RC fucking race cars too? Something like that. Um, but yeah, r- remind us of some things and we'll tell you if we ever had them, did them, whatever. That'd be fun. I, I had something, um, some chicken that they were advertising at one point. Um, oh, what was it? Around about WrestleMania 33. It was a Popeye. It was a Popeye's had something really? out. They were all eating it on TV. It was like a new, oh God, I can't remember what it was. Austin the will remember because he really, no, fucking hell. Of course not. It was Enzo and Enzo and Kaz were, were eating it. Really? And loads of other people did it. A special, a new chicken that was out at Popeye's. I think it I was, remember them doing pizza recently, too, where it was, didn't they, like, they brought pizza to the ring for something, and they were celebrating, oh, we're having pizza party? That was only a couple years ago. What the fuck was that, Pizza Hut? No, oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, they totally, it was, like, in the ring, and I think it was New Day, maybe. 
and they were having fucking boxes of pizza in the fucking ring. And it was like, oh, it's the new pizza. They were sponsored by Domino's for a while. I remember Eat Fresh and or Subway. No, Subway's Eat Fresh. Subway. And they had Jared in the ring too. Right. (laughs) But these, these are all things, these are all things that I would have anyway. Like I'm really talking about what the fuck is that? The W if the WWE are promoting it, I'm gonna go and eat it or mm-hmm. buy it. Like that. But yeah, that's a good thing to like tweet out if people did do that. Yeah, I'd love but, to know. Um, we we would actually have more I uh, info and more um kind of um sort of uh what am I trying to say here? We we we, we would, No, no, sorry. We would have more um we would be more categorical. I think that's what I would say. Mm. We'd be more categorical about the the products if we actually had planned this at all. You know like what? We could, we'll had, look it up this week, we too, it. and I'm going to have a list. I'm going to go down the list yeah, of uh, food or had we actually had, had we planned to have this on the show at all, which we did not, Obviously. and we're just actually, literally, we've come onto the subject by a complete accident. I don't know how. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we would definitely have a list and opinions, and we would be more clear and defined about what we what they made us go and eat or buy. But uh, that's definitely something to look into for next week. But it wasn't on our list. We haven't done anything on our list. No, the only um, thing we even really had on our list was something from last week that we talked about at the very end because we said, all right, we're out of here. Uh, we'll talk about this next week. And it was the value of the new world title um, other than how horrible it looks that, you know, oh, it's a, you know, it has three lines on it for the fucking McMahons. And it- <laughs> This nonsense. They're family crest. <laughs> like they're the royals. And um like what this title has done and why is it even here in the first place? I mean, I know people get annoyed by the oh, people complain about another this title or something like that. But I really, I mean, if you really look at it properly, there needs to be one. This is a company. This is one company. There is one world champion. It's supposed to be like there's no other wrestling companies. It's the world champion of wrestling. There is one. There is not, unless you want to name it, this is the Raw Raw champion, not even world champion. This is the Raw champion, and this is the SmackDown champion. You should never say then world champion because there's fucking two. And don't give me that. Oh, well, one of them's universal. Okay, I'm champion of the universe. You're champion of the world. That's like um, I'm the North American champion, but no, I'm the intercontinental. So I have uh, this whole area. You have uh, North America, but I have United States. So your North America is bigger than mine because it's more places. Okay, settle down. What do you think of the belt, though? Like, what do you think of the run, and what do you think of what they're, they're doing with it? Like, was was there any need to have this on TV? I don't think there is. An, I think what you do is you pivot to the fucking IC title as the one that you have to then concentrate on if Roman is not around with the big boy one, right? And there's your title. Because if they're so worried about... Oh, the audience needs to see title change. That's I guess that's what this is. You need to see a fucking title being not even just exchanged, but defended all the time. Well, you have multiple. There's fucking multiple titles. So use them. Back in, as an old man, back in my day, the fucking IC title was 
is very close to fucking world. Am I fucking crazy? I see title match was like, that's the second highest fucking match on the card that you would always look what. for. And listen, this is the this is the thing. I'll tell you what, right now, uh, the main reason why I don't think, one of the main reasons I don't think they needed it, in my opinion, right now, I see title is second again. Because you got a guy who's on the route to breaking the record, which he will. And when he loses, like that's going to be a bigger deal. He's the person that you want to be. It's Roman number one, and Gonther would be number two. It's yeah. not Seth. And it doesn't help um, with the quality of opponents that he's been given. Because for Roman, you have to have these long fucking storylines, and he needs to do this to you and that to you or whatever. And then, you know, five months later, five months um, down, or sorry, four months after WrestleMania, um, so he's defending the belt again. It took this a four-month story for him to make a title defense. That's the most important belt. And he's obviously in the midst of a long reign, past three years now. The second most important belt is the one with the guy who can't be beaten. It doesn't matter if you can tell me that one's a fucking a world title or whatever by label. Mm-hmm. It was created in April. He beat AJ Styles in a tournament. He then ended up having three title defenses against Finn Balor, who hasn't won uh, a pay-per-view match this year. But keeps getting um, title matches. Yeah. And now he's going up against Nakamura, who also hasn't won a pay-per-view match this year. And all he did was attack him. So and it's it's also that that part of me that that doesn't really like Seth, doesn't think that like dude, it's not like I don't like him. I don't like him when he gets this high. I don't think that when Seth Rollins is on top of the show, the show is in a good place. Mm-hmm. The last time where I felt like Rollins was working as champion was way back in his during his first run when he was su- the supported. He was uh, he turned on the shield and he was supported by Triple H and the Authority and he was doing the whole oh they chose me gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that was really good the, with the fucking with when he was with Triple H and all that. He was fucking hated. Like he had some good juice to him. And then he hurt himself. It's always easy being the corporate champion. Like The Rock um, from back in the days made that very, very easy. Like, I don't think anybody has pulled it off or played it as well as The Rock. But the cor- the chosen corporate guy is always is always a good um, a good a good heat seeker. But since then, we had the run where he beat Brock and was so bad that he was getting booed. Um, it was just so lethargic that he he was um, in a feud of Corbin. Then he got cashed in on by Brock, and then he won it back off Brock. And then he was into a feud with the Fiend, where he was booed. And they had that terrible fucking um, Hell in a Cell match where he killed him with a fucking spanner or something, uh, or a wrench or whatever it was, and it didn't have a finish for a Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. So it was a disastrous run. He, I don't believe, has had it since then. Um, and he's been between face and baby face and intercontinental and US champion. And now he's back round to having another turn as world title. It just doesn't work. He's a guy who's a very average promo. He has good matches, but it's the same match over and over again. You've seen one match he does. You've seen every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And... He comes out with that laugh, which is not a main event thing to do. 
and he's dressed like his wife. It's like they share a wardrobe, <laughs> and it's and that's also not a cool thing to do. Same glasses, same. I mean, this week that was a fucking girl's top. That fucking thing oh, sure. with the uh, see through, with the see through, um, whatever yeah, it was. That, yeah. Yeah, like uh, I, I mean, mean, that's what that's. I mean, I I a hundred percent believe the whole entire fucking every outfit is pretty much, uh, you know, from the women's department or hers. Like uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I can't imagine he's fitting into her outfits, but uh, I mean, he's not that much fucking bigger, but <laughs> he ain't that big. No, but still, he's he's still at least <laughs> fucking taller and all that kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, I I saw him um, a few months back. Austin Austin um, went up to him, uh, and he's about my size in 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 every way. Mm-hmm. Like, and you were a schmedium. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, I know you get you like your you wear a nice blouse every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, well, I wasn't. I've only just got back into those fucking clothes. And so when I broke my leg, <laughs> when I broke when I broke my leg, I was um, I, I was up to ninety five kg, and um, I was thinking about fucking getting all new stuff. I, I I got some new stuff just to wear around at the time, but it was very much a case of when I got moving, I was straight back down. What am I today? Eighty uh, three. See, I don't know hey, what that is in in uh, pounds. Uh, I can tell you. Let me just go and check it. Um, eighty three kg in pounds. Uh, One eighty three. Okay. One eighty three. Yeah. Mm. I like to, I like to be like I like to be like one seventy six, one seventy one between one thin man. Yeah. I feel I'm at my best at like 175. That's rough to get to, though. Yeah, I mean, I can be 175 as well. I mean, when, when I did um, when I did when I did Big Brother, I was um, I was at 70. So this is why I'm taking 175. But at, when I did Big Brother, when you see that um, all those those videos of me and that that hairstyle you like, mm-hmm. which Rhea Ripley's, uh, <laughs> that was. 165 pounds when I did that. Jesus Christ. Watch out for a stiff wind. Yeah, I mean, that was, you can see what I was like at 165. So, yeah, uh, one, one, 170, 176 to 180 would be where I would be. Just a few more, just another three or four pounds, I think. And that'll be fine. I mean, I am fucking coming up to 40. So, yeah, it stops uh, coming off easy after a while. Like, I remember I was in my contest and fucking kill myself to fucking drop weight. It was, I mean, did you pull that way? No, no, I'm still down like 15, uh, 10 of it was water for sure. Um, so I dropped 30, but 10 was a hundred percent water because I, I did like the UFC trick for the last week. I dropped 10 in a week. Um, and it was all water. So it was like, you drink gallons of water every day. Um, and you pretty much eat, uh, tuna, that's it, or, or a vegetable, and you just fucking piss and piss and piss. I drank two gallons the first two days, and then a gallon, and then a half gallon, and then I think I drank another gallon, where they told you to then drink a quarter gallon and then drink nothing, 
But after I had like yeah, a quarter, I was goofy. I was like, I needed water. I was dying. And so I said, fuck it. I'll drink uh, another gallon. And I pissed it all out again and dropped another fucking three pounds. I thought, yeah, I was going to say you sort of missed that bit where it was like fucking the last 48 hours. You don't drink a thing, do you? That's what they said. But I, I rolled the dice and it actually worked where I just I fucking drank extra. I drank another gallon and it and it came off. So I was like, I was literally like woozy. And I'm like, I can't fucking have no water tomorrow. I'm fucking loopy. I thought I was going to have a fucking problem. And then I ate X-Lax, all kind of crazy shit. Like I was shitting my fucking brains out, trying to get every piece of water out of me possible. And I lost the contest by point, uh, 0.5%. percent the percentage point. <laughs> all that. And I fucking lost well, I mean, at least you look better. Yeah, yeah, you know, fucking it it helped. And but like I said, I was like, well, the next day you get, you know, you'll get those 10 back, but you knew it wasn't, you know, that 10 wasn't fat anyway, so whatever. Um, I just looked up the um top uh 90s sponsors. Would you like to hear? Yeah, go. On. All right, number 1 was Slim Jim, as we know. Number 2, Castrol GTX. I didn't go and buy uh, oil for my car <laughs> in the early 2000s. Um, it was always Gastrol GTX. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, it's funny. Even the Miz and Morrison talked about Gastrol GTX being on the number one, being the number one brand of oil on episodes of the Dirt Sheet. I was like, because I just saw it say Dirt Sheet, and I'm like, hold on, what does that say? Uh, here's the other one. We completely forget. Chef Boy RD. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With Kane, Booker T, uh, Mankind. Just for men. That's odd. That, that's, that has to be a very recent thing um, because that's for like grown people. You know, that's not going to be for the kids. Uh, just for men. Yeah. I, I do remember stuff from that. I can't remember who was involved. I think it was just. A, a commercial or what or, or something, but I think didn't somebody? I don't remember I think, anyone using it. I remember somebody saying to someone, "Oh, you could do with some of that or whatever." But yeah, I mean, not 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 too much on TV. Here's a good one. Else? Five Hour Energy. Oh yeah. They said in 2003, Triple H was featured in a commercial for Stacker Two YJ Stinger Energy Drink. And in 2007, Batista was in for Explode TVC Energy Drink. Um, also, WWE teamed with Sako and created a WWE-inspired energy drink called WWE Raw Attitude Energy Drink. I don't remember that ever. I would have bought that. No. I would have totally bought that. Um, every time I watch a cheesy five-hour energy drink, I think of this. Okay, 7-Eleven. There you go. All the Slurpees, collectible cups. Collectible cups uh, featuring superstars like The Miz, Kelly Kelly, Rob Van Dam. I have the Kelly Kelly one, and I have Edge from uh, SummerSlam. <clears throat> Rob Van Dam's laid-back style made it perfect uh, to have Slurpee commercials. Stacker 2 is what we talked about here. Stacker 2 uh, for weight loss and energy and burning shit. It was with Edge and Christian, Kane, Trish, Big Show, Lita, Triple H and China were all used as spokespeople for Stacker 2. Um, and that is all they have here for their top. 
I was going to message boards, but it was it was all pretty much everybody talks about the same ones. But it didn't even say Karate Fighters on there. I just typed mm. in uh, WWF sponsors in 90s. I'll take off the 90s. Popeye's Double Crunch sound like something. Double Crunch? Yeah. I don't... That doesn't come to me. Double Crunch. I can't remember what it was. It was something. It was... It was something with crispier chicken, I'm sure. Um, oh, ah, I know what you're talking about. It's a crispy crunch or something. It's it's like in um. Let me see. I'm gonna type it in. Uh, crispy chicken. I think it's just called crispy chicken. Actually, um, there it is. Crispy crunch chicken. That's it. Crispy Crunch Chicken. It's it's like a little thing you could put into um anyone could get this little franchise in their um gas station and quickie marts. So it's like, you know, drumsticks and chicken fingers and all that shit. Yeah, when I Google it, nothing comes up at all. Yeah, um crispy and it's with a K. Crispy and then crispy and crunchy are both K's. But they make sure to put a chicken in the sea, otherwise it'd be KKK. So, um, yeah, crispy, crunchy chicken. And maybe if you do that with KFC or with uh, WWE, crispy, crunchy. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't Popeyes then. Booker T goes to Popeyes. No, that's eleven years ago. This was much. This was much sooner than that. Yeah, when I type in that oh, remember, with WWE, it remember, does not come up. Remember the KFC where Dolph Ziggler was the colonel? Yes, and they filmed the fucking commercial at Raw with all the fucking different things. Oh, my God. Awful. Because that was when uh, they were just getting different people to be the colonel in every commercial. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this has been an interesting show for everybody. I think, you know what? I'll bet you this is one of people's favorite fucking shows. Because it didn't have to do with all just wrestling. And it was us bullshitting. Yeah. When people, I mean, somebody would be sitting there going, oh, what about this one? Or I like, or, or, or mm-hmm. one that we've missed. Yeah. So please we'll find out. tweet us at Dirty Sheets X um, and let us know what about this, what about that. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to go, oh, yeah, you're fucking right. What about that one? And no, I fucking did it. But in that realm, you know what we're talking about when we say the Karate Fighters tournament is sponsored by Karate Fighters, all that shit. Um, yeah, the Stridex bl- blimp, all that kind of shit. In that in that realm of uh, stuff that you would uh, go out to fucking buy, they push it, I fucking buy it. But yeah, like, I still have those fucking TV guides. I- I'm assuming one day I'm going to be rich from all the shit that I fucking have still. Because it's all just in storage. I have it all just stashed away. And and put. I, I wish I had the original figures. I used to have all of them. All the original fucking, not the big giant ones. But the ones that actually like slam. Here we go. It wasn't fucking Popeyes. That's why it was KFC's Georgia Gold. Oh, Georgia Gold. That's why I went to have. Yeah, you know what? I liked that too. That was a that was actually good. I liked. Um, there was another one too. I think it was a barbecue one. I was a uh, or it was a hot something. But they were like a gooey. It was a gooey chicken. It wasn't dry. It was like so. I was chicken. confused. 
I remember eating a lot at Popeye's because it was next to Hogan's Beach Shop because I was staying oh. by Hogan's Shop and at Coco Key's Hotel on International Drive. Um, that was the plan. And I had a lot of Popeye's at lunchtime as my, not my, so you have your breakfast and then you have your lunch and you're literally fucking full all day. The breakfast is enough, is, is the same amount of calories that I consume in a normal day. Um, then you have, then we're having Popeye's for a, for a very, um, sort of quick lunch and then yeah, your proper dinner again, which is another monstrosity of a meal. Um, America is yeah, the best was, place for food, isn't it? Mm, that was Orlando's. Yeah. I think I had a lot of Popeye's, but I thought that was what it was, but yeah, we did make the trip to KFC for Georgia gold Have you and been- KFC's in a different part of international drive as well. Have you um, been now to remember- Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, what do you mean? Unfortunately, the best fucking place for food in fucking the world. It's the fucking greatest. Mm, there is, oh my god! When when I move there, Billy, I'm inviting you because I'm gonna show you what the fucking what life is like. You don't. I only went one. I only I only went once, and it was very WWE centric mm-hmm. in terms of. That's what um, we're doing. In terms of the year before, it was in LA, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking great! Like we we haven't we haven't booked enough days to be here. Mm-hmm. Whereas. Uh, whereas when we went to Chicago, yeah, we went out in Chicago on Saturday, but Saturday evening after Hall of Fame. But it was like, we know where we're going. Didn't know where we were doing. I was going to say, you don't doing. know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know about the city. I was only 22 as well. And basically, it was a case of, we fucking booked this because last year they said Rock was, Rock, Rock, they teased Austin and Hogan. <clears throat> and now we're here. There is no Austin and Hogan. So it was back then. I mean, Look, it's very weird because I would say I was I was happier then, like in terms of my mood and everything. There was I hadn't done Big Brother, um, I hadn't I wasn't on any pass or anything like that. And I just I remember just fucking going over there, um, saving money from my from my job at the time, and just fucking going over there and fucking buying going around and doing my wrestling signings and going to the wrestling stuff like access and raw and whatnot and fucking just going into walmart and places like that and just the 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 malls and whatever and seeing oh what wrestling stuff they had Mm -hmm. or what what sneakers you guys had before us and things like that like that that was it it was so fucking simplified and obviously like in the evening like um looking around at the american girls and obviously that's your kind of first taste of, um, and this is what you don't realize when you're a teenager. Like as you get older, I think it hits you in your twenties. It'd be like, okay, those damn girls want to go into those cars and go to the guys sitting in those parts of the club. Mm-hmm. So we get there. So this whole thing of you might have been calling school and people might have liked you in school or whatever, but then suddenly it clicks. It's like, yeah, I need money. I need money <laughs> to do everything. I don't need- just to be able to do everything and to buy everything that I want to do. But I need money so that I can fucking just sit and be where, where they're going to be. Because it yeah. was just a whole bunch of like beautiful girls walking past you. And then the realization hits you, I think in your twenties that, yeah, they're not just going to, they're, they're, they're not just going to fucking have a conversation with you and, and, and see that you've got a great fucking personality or whatever. <laughs> and like fucking have a, 
and have a good fun and have a good time on your funds and go and eat where you want to eat and mm-hmm. do what you want to do. No one cares. No one cares. Like that, that's the thing that, that, that realization hits you very quickly that, that women are attracted to, um, or women are interested in people that can afford to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think I realized that. And then fucking minute, and I buy the next year. I was, I was well into my, by the time WrestleMania 23, I was well into my big brother auditions and, um, securing my status that I needed to actually fuck these things that I watched <laughs> walking around in, in Chicago. And that's the thing. Like you, you, you need, you need something. And it's not, nobody's, Nobody's sitting there and going, oh, yeah, I just fucking do it in my charm or I just fucking do it in my looks. No, you don't. Like, not anymore, at least. <laughs> like, that, that's become less and less of a thing um, as, as I've got older. Like, you, you need something. Status. You need to have done something. Yeah, you, you need, like, I, I'll, I will take status over good looks or body any day. Like and and so and so with these girls. Yeah, it's it's very much um, they're attracted by the power and all that kind of stuff. Like, look, we're getting fucking. You go into a fucking restaurant or whatever, and they tell you two hour wait. You walk in, they go, oh, right this way, Mister Body. I have a table for you. You know that that they go, holy fuck. You know, and I'm like, geez. Meanwhile, for us, we could give a fuck what they have as long as they look good. No, that's the thing. Like we could. The difference between men and women, like people go, oh, what's the difference between men and women? I could fucking tell you in two sentences what it is. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd fuck someone who works in McDonald's and she oh, wouldn't. in a heartbeat. And, that, and, that, and, that, and, that's, and that's the summary of the, uh, that's the summary of the whole situation. You don't need to get more complicated than that. I will fuck a beautiful girl in McDonald's and there is not one guy, not one guy that, that a decent, that a good looking girl will fuck the works in McDonald's. It doesn't matter if fucking if um if Johnny Depp's like if Johnny Depp served you. It doesn't make no Not fucking unless difference. they're about the same age and they're both fucking, you know, fifteen years old. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, about the only time and that's about as much as you have a fucking because as soon as they turn sixteen, I think they'd say, No, nah, you're a fucking loser. Let, let's let's let, let's 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 call it twenty four and over. I don't even know if it's. I think that, that I think that. If, I think at twenty one, you think girls don't think the fucking guy's a loser if he's at fucking McDonald's fucking working. No girl. Yeah, but I was. She'll be embarrassed to tell her friends. That my boyfriend works at McDonald's. The the girl yeah, who any. has a boyfriend that has no fucking job would be less embarrassed than the girl who has a boyfriend that works at McDonald's. Yeah, the one with no job might be fucking trying to get his um his criminal activity up yes. and running at least. <laughs> he has something going. Which is what they would actually, which is what they prefer, which says a lot about them as well. Yeah, I uh, w- let's close the show with this. I had a question on um, my show before we actually uh, went on the air, <clears throat> and it was for um, on my Patreon part on the Godfather Plus tier. Um, would you pay a thousand dollars to fuck Sofia Vergara? Sophia Vergara, I, I don't know exactly who that is, but I think it might be that she's in a comedy and um, she's like a foreign one. Yeah, she's right? in uh, the Al Bundy comedy, the um, Ed O'Neill show, the fucking uh, Modern Family, and she also does America's Got Talent. She's one of the judges now on there with the big, big titties, and she was with Joe Magdaleno or whatever. Yeah, how much, sorry? thousand bucks. Oh, I've got, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were talking about that, and uh, <laughs> I think hey, Fausti said to me, okay, 
you don't have to pay, but her ex gets to fuck your wife. And I go, of course, sure. Why? <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. I'm still getting to fuck Sophia Vergara, right? Okay, that's fine. I go, he'd probably come uh, quick because it's new to him. You know, it's something new. So he's going to finish quicker. You know what? The weird thing is, is that like seven or eight years ago, I wouldn't take the deal. Mm-hmm. But I'm like so disattached from that entire thing. I'm so much. You want to pay? To get so her out. You pay. You don't pay for sex. You pay for them to leave. That's what it is. But I'm talking more along the lines of that sort of. Yeah, yeah, emotional attachment that you're supposed to have to your other to your spouse. Yeah. Like, in, I don't want to see or know that she got fucked while you're together. That whole thing yeah. of like, that's that's you being cheated on or whatever. Uh-huh. That's like the indecent, indecent proposal scenario, which mm-hmm. is why that was such an like film. But and I would have been like, you know, more of the. I mean, I, I can't remember how that played out with Woody Harrelson, but I know they ended up breaking up over it or whatever because he couldn't deal with it. And that would have been me like years ago. But now. I'm so much like I sort of view relationships and things like that so much the same as this is my car right now. This is my phone right now. <laughs> this is like I, I because look, nobody's nobody's stuck around. So yeah. I don't know what I was getting that for. Like anyway, and even if they did, even the one I'm married to was gone three years later or, or two yeah. years that it, it hit the fan and then we tried to have a kid and resolve it, but she didn't. So um yeah i mean yeah i mean i don't know why especially in in this current day and age it's like all of the alternatives are constantly flashed before your eyes um and particularly with women like it's not doesn't quite work this way for us but you have one fight or you piss her off there are fucking 50 applicants in her inbox ready to take your place yeah like you can't fucking compete with that no it's like she doesn't even have to like try Mm-mm. to replace you your, your your replacements are already there yeah. i'm waiting uh, so it's it's i'm not i'm not going to compete with that it's like you're competing against reality in this in this current time so yeah i, I don't think i would be bothered i think i would just take the um the accolade of fucking this actress <laughs> and let someone fuck whoever i'm with because my men's my my phrasing of that has changed to, oh, he's going to fuck who I'm with. Oh, he's going to fuck who I'm with right now. It's yeah. completely different. If you had the um, the indecent proposal, I think you'd spend the million before the guy came. Oh, so I mean. come out of the room, you'd be already gone with the money. Yeah, that was, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be. That, if that would be given to me in Vegas, where I believe that film was done, yeah, it could yeah. be a big chunk. It could be gone, but um, yeah, that, that's that's the thing. Like, I my my fucking spending is way out of control at the moment. I do, and I think missing summer missing SummerSlam this year was an indicator of that. It was like, all right, you don't need to go. You don't need to go to this trip. You do. You do need to pay off your credit cards though. Um, which I didn't do. I, I booked a holiday somewhere else instead for in two weeks. Um, but I, but I, the intention was there. Like I did pay a little bit towards, I did pay it and then I used it again immediately, but I didn't use as much as that was off it. I didn't like, there was two grand on it and it was supposed to be done. And the intention was fucking throw this thing away now. Like you should never have with the amount of money I earn, I should never have fucking needed a credit card. I just got caught mm-hmm. out. 
in um, that holiday last year that was that was a month when I was in fucking New York and Nashville and Florida. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, some of the stuff I had to pay for was fucking stupid. Like, I should not have spent as much at WrestleCon when I went to New York. The agreement was to um, spend that period at Nick's. I did not know that Nick's wife was going to be like, oh, he's only staying for two days. And then I'm suddenly booking a hotel that I wasn't intending to buy, like things like that. So a lot of it was rainy day money. Um, but um, but yeah, like that, that credit card weren't supposed to get used at all. And I'm not really in a position where I should be using a credit card because I earn enough money not to build up any kind of debt. But they do tell you over here, I don't know if they tell you in East America, get a credit card, use it, pay it off, your credit mm-hmm. goes up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's known here. My yeah. my credit's pretty fucking good. Um, I pay off all my shit, and right now I'm just stockpiling for moving in two years. So that's all mine's, I'm trying to do is just pile up money. Mine's awful. I try and argue about everything. Like, <laughs> just, I just fucking be like, like at the moment, there's something on my credit file with the with I've got a fine for a water bill, and it's like fuck you. I don't pay. I'm not paying you for any water. And they're like, well, this is your water bill. I'm like, nobody in this building has a water bill. I'm the, I've, I mean, this is true. I've spoken to like three people in this building that don't, that have their water bill paid on to their ground rent and service charge. Um, so ground rent and service charge is what we have to pay to the people that fucking come round and cut the grass and all that shit. And the water's included for everyone, including my son's mum who lives um, down the road, but it's the same like management company who, who man the um all the apartments and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah i was just like i don't fucking owe this and they're like oh you, you need to you need to take it up you need to contact the company and they said oh well, you need to contact your um you need to contact the people who you pay your grammar and service charge to and instead i'm like no fuck you i'm not making any phone calls you've made the mistake like, i'm not doing anything i'm not doing work because you made a mistake <laughs> boom on your credit file on your credit file like doubling like you know adding my adding like money to it i I, on principle i won't call up and and chase this and ask why it's happening i just i'm just like fuck you it's your mistake go to court like put black marks on my credit let's 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 ride it all the way to court where i can turn up and say this is wrong like that that, that's how that's how stubborn i am um that that's why my credit's not good because i'll argue about shit that goes on there Mm. like parking fine like instead of like paying it at 60 It'll be 120, 180, 240. It'll be to court. And they'll say to me, oh, you, you, need, you now need to pay this at 20 pound a week. And I'm like, I'll never pay this, ever. They're like, it'll be on your credit file. It'll be on your credit file for six years. So I don't need any credit. I got my house. Fuck you. Like, I'm not paying it. So that's why mine's shit. Um, I'm just but then it did off a birthday party at this point. And then, uh, then it's real hardcore stockpile. So I, I can't even talk about the party at this point on here. Um, I will eventually. Oh, you think someone who's involved in the party listens Possible. to this? Possible, and it's it's just not worth it to get, even try. <laughs> just in case, just in case, it's there's way too much involved for me to fuck that up. So this Sophia Fogengar, mm-hmm. yeah, she's unbelievable. Yes, and she's fucking old. She's like, I don't know, she's fifty, and I'm like, they, there's a. There's something that was on Twitter or, or Instagram something, and it was. 
I every, saw it. And it showed every year of her being famous, right? It was like from 21 until now. And I think she's gotten better like, looking. It's fucking ridiculous. It's different. I don't know about better looking, but it's still like... Yeah, it's not It's not no, a downgrade. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, some guys, some people say that about Trish, but I think this is more, this is better. Well, like my father used to say, um, he would uh, talk about the young ones, you know, when they're like 21 or something. And he goes, oh, I'd love to eat their ass because it's barely been used. At 50, he goes, there's a lot of usage. <laughs> Your dad had these conversations with you. Of course. My dad used to tell fucking stories about don't ever uh, date a married woman who lives on the second floor. <laughs> He's had to climb out windows and shit. <laughs> the fucking husband uh, came home. He's climbing out the fucking window. Yeah. That's where I get it all from. Let's finish show because I actually have two more shows to do, believe it or not. Yeah. So. Well, we're out of here, kids. Um, I hope you enjoyed the title of the show. That's why it is called that in the first place. It's going to be um, – <laughs> is this supposed to be a wrestling show? Um, next week we'll have some more for you. Uh, remember, hit us up at Dirty Sheets. Follow links if you want to uh, jump on our Patreon over there, and then also eventually you're going to get that Apple uh, option too. But um, jump on board. There will be more, and we will be back next week. Um, like I said, all my stuff is at patreon.com slash lingusmafia or at lingusmafia. Billy is uh, at lockbettingx. Is that what it is on Twitter? Yes. And lockbetting.com. For the packages, yeah, mm -hmm. for betting packages. Okay. All right, and uh, DirtySheets.com. That's where you can go for all your uh, wrestling news if you want to uh, get those insights before they come out and get the good Dirty Sheets stuff. So that's it. I'm Cav. He's Billy. We'll see you next time.